In today's episode, I'm going to break down some of the practical steps that I like to take people through when they are budgeting. Did you know that 65% of Americans don't know how much money it costs them to live on a monthly basis? And I'm all about breaking that stereotype and breaking that stat so that as women, we can be empowered with the knowledge that helps us grow our personal wealth. And so in today's episode, I'm going to dive into the four really important things that you need to have components in order to budget like a wealthy woman. Hi, I'm Erin, a strategic money mastery coach on a mission to create a wealthy woman movement because I believe that wealthy women will change the world. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast for creative female entrepreneurs looking to gain financial freedom. Over the last decade, I have learned how to capitalize on my time and streamline my business to work smarter, not harder. This podcast will include money-related mindset and management tips, as well as practical business advice so you can do the same. I've brought multiple businesses to six and seven figures, co-developed a real estate empire with my sweet hubby, Brent, and that has allowed us to pay off all debt, purchase our dream home, take vacations around the world, and spend more quality time with our two daughters, Ava and Jude. I'm on a mission to help women entrepreneurs like you grow profitable, aligned businesses that ultimately build your personal wealth so that your biz is a true catalyst to living your dream life. Abundance is yours for the taking. So grab your notebook and your favorite drink and let's get into it. So I'm really excited for today's conversation. I love to be able to get practical. And if you haven't already, I encourage you to go listen to the previous episode where I talk about budgeting and I kind of break some myths and kind of shift our thinking around budgeting that sometimes we have this really icky feeling around this topic. And I like to bust that down and break it down and change the way that we view budgeting. And so I share a bit of my story around that and um, how we can really walk into a more expansive position around budgeting. And today I'm going to get really practical and share the four different components that I want every wealthy woman to have when it comes to budgeting. And the reason that this is so important, talking about budgeting over and over when we're thinking about growing our personal wealth, is this is the first step in the personal money mastery that I work with women on in the intensive or in our money makeover that you have to have a zero or positive budget in order to move to the next steps of strategizing your bigger financial goals. Because if we are overspending, like what comes in, there's more that goes out, we are continuously putting ourselves in a position of debt. And in order to grow our personal wealth and in order to kind of attack our five financial goals, we have to have overflow. So we have to be able to, at the end of our budget, see that we have a greater amount of money than what we're spending. And then we can strategize that against our financial goals. And so in this conversation today, we're going to break down those four components that I want you to create and and start to implement when you're budgeting. And so if you don't already, grab a paper, grab a, a pen, and let's dive in. So the first part of your budget, which is probably something that is the most common, is your monthly spend. 
And in your monthly spend, this is what you are going to strategize that you spend down every month. So you will have a bank account set up that is, I call it our everyday account. We literally label it our everyday account. And this is where everything comes out and it's designed to be zero at the end of the month. Now, it's not that we actually run it down to zero, but that's kind of what the point of this is, is this is where you're going to have, and I'm going to go through the high level categories here. So this is where you're going to have all of your housing costs, all of your utilities, all your different food, transportation. Um, you're going to have anything that needs to come out consistently for household items like cleaning, or if you spend um, on clothing every month or you spend on beauty every month. This is where you will have stuff for family. Maybe you have a babysitting budget or you have a um, kid's fun budget. So again, this is entertainment. This is where you think about all the different things that you spend every single month. And if you, and many times when I work with people, they don't know, they know some of the things, like they know the rent or the mortgage. They have a general idea on like their Wi-Fi and their utilities. Like some of these things are a consistent enough thing, or it is the exact same number that gets drawn out. So that's the easy part. But then inside of this, there is certain categories that are ambiguous. Like let's talk about food. Now, food is like you could, this isn't like a, my mortgage comes out and every month my mortgage is $22.81. You could have a lot of fluctuation in your food based on how much you go out or what type of meals you make or how many people you're hosting. And so oftentimes I like to have people take time to look back over the past few months and see what your trends are, see what's right. And then you're going to have to set a number. And so part of budgeting is we have the knowledge of, okay, like I've looked at this. Now, how do you feel about it? Do you feel okay spending $1,000 of your money in food? And everybody's going to feel different based on their values, based on their lifestyle, based on how much revenue comes in, all of that kind of thing. So there's no right or wrong answer. Now, of course, there are certain percentages we want to see. Like we don't want your house mortgage to be 50% of your income. Like there are certain important balances to have here. So that is the first category is our monthly spend. And that is contained of things that are just consistent. They come out and there's going to be some that have sort of an ambiguity that you're going to have to decide. What do I want to put that budget at? What do I want to put my groceries at? What do I want to put my babysitting budget at? Um, things like that. Okay. So the next part of your budget is your annual short-term spending. Okay, so what do I mean by this? This is stuff that you are going to save for every month, the same amount of money, and you're going to pull out of it at different times. So this could be different types of insurance, like car insurance or life insurance. This could be um, stuff that you save like car maintenance, home maintenance, things like that. So you're going to set a dollar amount. Let's say you decide I want to save $2,400 a month or excuse me, a year for house repairs, house maintenance. So you're going to then obviously take 2,400 divided by 12 and you're going to save $200 a month in this account 
and it's not needed at a certain time. So that's why it's just your annual short-term savings. It's kind of just a pile of money that you're putting in and you're going to have a separate bank account and be able to take out, um, you know, whenever you need to change your tires, you know that you've allocated that much money, but it's not something you spend every month and it's not something that you necessarily know, I need this money at this time. And so that is why it goes into this category. Things that you, like pet care can often go in here because you're like, okay, like I travel a couple of times, they need like, so I board the dog a few times and they, I only buy their food every four or five months, you know, and so there's just this general amount of money that you're going to break down and save equal portions of per month in an entire year. We have a second portion of our short-term spending that I like to call more chronological or time-bound short-term spending. And this is where this is going to change year over year. Many times the other side of our short-term spending does not change because we generally need the same amount of money for uh, house repairs, car repairs, you know, vet care, all that kind of stuff. But this side of things can change because maybe this year you're going on a really large anniversary trip and you are going in that in the month of May, or you are going on a, you've got a lot of weddings this year that you have to travel to or provide gifts for. It's a big milestone birthday for somebody in your family that you're throwing a party for or doing stuff. So this is different in the sense of it changes year over year and it has a time boundness to it. So it's not something that, you know, if you're going to uh, Italy in July, you can't save for it that trip from January through December because uh, you went for the trip in July. So you don't have August, September, October, November, and December to save for it. And so that means that you're going to have to have larger amounts of money to save for in a because you have a shorter amount of time to do so. And so when you're strategizing your annual budget here and your um, short-term spending here, you need to decide the month that you need the money in, how much you need, and then you're going to divide this out over those months. So you can see we have these two different components of short-term um, spending that we want to divide and think about in two different ways. And you're going to have a separate bank account that you put this stuff in, have a separate card, and you, anything that is designated in this area, you're going to spend out of that bank account with that card. If your eyes are crossing, just stick with me. And this is all part of my money matrix. So this is a part of stuff that I do with women where we together figure out all of this and then we do, are able inside of the money spreadsheets and stuff, it actually computes the exact number every month because it's going to vary based on when you need money and uh, the amount you need. And so uh, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is like amazing and I need this and it's resonating with me, but this is overwhelming. I would love to have you reach out to me and we can talk about whether um, the Wealthy Woman Intensive, where I do this work and you have a tool for the lifetime of your life to manage all of this um, or the money makeover where we work together one-on-one. -on -one. So, um, but hopefully if you never work with me, if you never decide to do this and, and have the tool of the money matrix, this is still stuff that is gonna be super helpful for you be able to budget in a different way. The last component of your budget is one-time expenses. 
And so this is different than um, your monthly spend or your two different types of short-term spending because this is like you know that maybe you have a wine subscription that it, it hits your account um January April you know every three months and so you can sort of just budget that hundred dollars for those months and you kind of space out those because you don't do it every you're not spending it every down every month and you don't feel like you need to save for it um, in your short-term savings. You just want to pay for it that month. And so you will strategize your one-time expenses and um, think ahead on this. Now, this is also space inside of the matrix where we have women kind of track what was a one-time expense that you didn't budget for. And this helps you kind of capture some things that you spend that oops, I didn't strategize for this anywhere in my budget and I'm going to make sure I do so in the future. So those are the four components of a budget, your monthly spend, your short-term, your annual short-term savings, your chronological short-term savings, and your one-time spending. And once you strategize all those things, we want to make sure that we see a zero or positive number because that means we have money that we can then strategize towards your long-term goals. And this is how wealthy women budget, right? Because we are forward thinking, we have a plan, we have strategized our money. And so you have a savings plan for your short-term spend for car maintenance, for home maintenance, those are not emergencies. We do not need to use uh, an emergency fund when our tire goes flat and we have to change it because we've been saving and we have an amount of money set aside for that. That is not does not need to be an emergency. That should be something that we strategize towards. So this is how a wealthy woman, I believe, budgets and manages her money. She understands the cash flow of what it costs her to live. And it also helps her understand all those other things that don't happen on a monthly basis. You don't have to panic and be like, oh my gosh, I have to buy all these Christmas gifts. You've been saving for Christmas all year around. So I hope this is really helpful. I hope that you're have steam coming off of your pen because you've been writing all of this stuff down and you're ready to implement it. And if you have a, like this desire to lean in, this desire to dive deeper, I would love for you to reach out to me. You can do so through my website or Instagram. And let's see if doing a money intensive would be really helpful and supportive for you. I know wrapping up a year and going into a new year is an amazing time to start to strategize your money for the next year. And we also will be opening the Wealthy Woman Intensive Doors early 2023. So that's going to be another amazing time for us to set your finances up for success. So let's do this wealth building together. You are a savvy woman who is ready to budget with these four different facets. And I'm so excited to hear from you and see the way that you handle your money, that you're in your driver's seat. You know, you have the knowledge, you have the power, and you are making the calls, not the money. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can access all the latest episodes. While you're at it, would you take a few minutes to leave a review? This will help spread the word and spread the Wealthy Woman Movement. 
Are you inspired to take your money mindset and management to the next level? Head to www.erinbridgman.com, E-R-I-N-N-B-R-I-D-G-M-A-N, and join the waitlist for my Wealthy Woman Intensive. The doors to my coaching program only open a few times a year and spots are limited. So be sure to join the waitlist so you can be the first to hear when a new cohort begins. Cheers for now.